The Texas House has passed a bill to, quote, save Chick-fil-A. We'll tell you all about it. Plus, Bono went on the Today Show to talk about his favorite books, including Eugene Peterson's The Message and The Chronicles of Narnia. We have a clip. And finally, we got a few details on Christopher Nolan's mystery project. It's all ahead. This is Relevant Daily. It's relevant. It's relevant daily. Relevant daily. Relevant daily. It's relevant daily. Hey everyone, I'm Cameron Strang. Welcome to Relevant Daily, where we bring you what's happening at the intersection of faith and culture. All of those stories are coming up, but first, I want to tell you that today's episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Whether you need a clean landing page, a beautiful gallery, a professional blog, or an enticing online store, it's all possible with Squarespace. They have award-winning templates, customizable settings, and powerful e-commerce solutions. And right now, Squarespace is offering Relevant Daily listeners a special deal. Head over to squarespace.com slash relevant for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch your site, use the offer code relevant to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Squarespace.com slash relevant. All right. To tell us about today's stories, it's our senior editor, Tyler Huckabee. Hey, Tyler. Hey, Cameron. So what is this Save Chick-fil-A bill about? (laughs) Well, it's interesting and a little bit complicated. It actually started in San Antonio, where the city council approved new concessions for their airport that excluded Chick-fil-A over donations to groups that they consider to be anti-LGBTQ. This prompted a wave of backlash, including a state investigation into whether or not San Antonio is violating Chick-fil-A's religious rights. And it also inspired this new bill. Senate Bill 1978, which is being called the Save Chick-fil-A Bill. This would prohibit the government from taking action against people or businesses based on membership, support, or donations to any religious group. Uh, The bill cleared the Texas Senate and the House along party lines and is now headed to the governor for a signature. So what's the pushback been against the bill? Well, it's the same thing that tends to come up with a lot of these religious freedom issues, uh, similar to that cake baking incident in Colorado a couple of years ago. What happens when religious freedom runs up against what many find to be discriminatory practices against the LGBTQ community? Uh, Democratic Representative Julie Johnson, a member of the Texas House's LGBTQ caucus, said, quote, while I'm sure the intent of this bill is to protect individual freedoms, in reality, it would provide a seg for individuals looking to circumvent the rules of the law in the name of religion. But Republican State Representative Matt Krause, who's the author of this bill, said there's, quote, no discriminatory intent in the bill at all. Um, So this bill is headed to the Texas governor, Greg Abbott's desk, and in a tweet, which included a picture of him enjoying some Chick-fil-A takeout, he made it pretty clear that he intends to sign it, although that legal battle will probably continue. Interesting that this started at at an airport. I was in the Minneapolis airport yesterday at 7 a.m., you know, all the food courts open, mm-hmm. got the breakfast stuff going on, a couple people milling around. Not kidding, 50 people in line for Chick fil A. I mean, it was like. <laughs> Wow, airport Chick Fil A's are hopping. <laughs> oh, it's usually the, it's usually the best like tasting option on the menu for sure. I can't get that that breakfast sandwich. Uh, whatever you think about Chick Fil A, uh, it hits the spot. In literary news, uh, our big beat on literary news, Bono <laughs> is talking about the Christian books that shaped him, huh? 
Yeah, it was a fun interview. Uh, Bana joined Jenna Bush Hager on the Today Show for a segment to talk about the role that reading has played in his life, and it provided some insight into his streak of Christian theology and his music. Uh, he referenced loving the Narnia books as a child, which is no surprise considering the popularity of those books in Ireland when he was a kid there. Uh, he also mentioned My Name is Asher Lev, book by Chaim Potok, which is about growing up as an art prodigy in the Orthodox Jewish community. There are also quite a few American books on his list, John Steinbeck, Jack Kerouac, and the poet Allen Ginsberg, for example. I'm really impressed with your flawless pronunciation of Haim Potok because seeing it written down, C-H-A-I-M, I clearly would have said Chame. So, it looks like Chame, yeah, but it is. It is, And I, I have to give a shout out to uh, my old literary prof for that one. <laughs> uh, but he also referenced Eugene Peterson's uh, The Message, right? The Bible paraphrase. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, Bono has often spoke about how fond he is of Peterson's The Message. Uh, he and Eugene Peterson even stuck up a friendship towards the end of Peterson's life. Bono's credited the message with renewing his interest in the Bible, and particularly the Psalms, which have been the basis for a lot of U2's more spiritual content. Uh, here's a clip uh, from them talking about just why he loves the message so much. Uh, one of Eugene's uh, translations, uh, ooh, 35, Punch the Nose. Punch the Nose, is that 35? It's fantastic. And uh, Punch the Nose of the Bullies, God. Um, but I love the idea of you've got to cuss, find a way of cussing without cussing, and you have to give vent to that. I like that. that that's going to stay with me. Bono also said that he read the message to his kids, along with, of course, the Harry Potter books. So a little bit of God and a little bit of the devil in the, in the Bono household. Uh, he also referenced at the last a book called Lifelines by Malcolm Doney and Martin Rowe, which is sort of a poetic, free-flowing meditation on faith and doubt and the relationship between them. That's awesome. And finally, what are the details we're finding out about Christopher Nolan's big mystery project? Well, I I'm pretty intrigued by this because there has been so much secrecy around it, which is rare for a filmmaker of Nolan's level, uh, but his Dunkirk follow-up apparently is going to be called Tenet, and it will take place in the world of international espionage. It's filming in seven different countries, and uh, if the name Nolan doesn't get you excited, then the rest of the cast might. We got Michael Caine, Kenneth Branagh's going to be in it, Aaron Taylor Johnson, and the stars will be uh, people who aren't quite as famous as those names. John David Washington, who you last saw starring in Black Klansman, Elizabeth Debicki, who starred in Wit and Robert Pattinson, you probably best know from Twilight, uh, but he's been in a lot of great indie movies over the past couple of years and, of course, is widely rumored to be the frontrunner for the next Batman. Uh, that's still about all we know, but it's enough to get us excited. Uh, we don't actually have too long to wait for it. The movie's going to be out in July of 2020. Also starring Haim Potok. Haim Potok. <laughs> I believe it's Chaim. <laughs> Thanks, Tyler. Oh, uh, well, that is Relevant Daily. To read more about those stories and everything else we're covering today, make sure to check out the homepage at relevantmagazine.com. Also, for the latest, make sure to follow Relevant on social media. We're on Twitter at Relevant. We're on Facebook and Instagram as well. And don't forget to subscribe to our print magazine and other podcasts wherever you get your podcasts. We are here every weekday bringing you the latest at the intersection of faith and culture. Thanks for listening, everyone. This is Relevant Daily. Relevant Daily.